welcome to another episode of Carolina Ranting at Patrick, better known as Crab TV. Obviously, I'm Carolina, and with me, my amazing host, Patrick. How are you doing today? Good afternoon from the <laughs> lower level. I am great. Uh, and if you don't know what that is from, then you will not understand today's episode. But I am so excited to be talking about this episode arc that we uh, have just crossed the threshold of in our lovely ladies of New York. But do you have any spiders? None that I've seen, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're there. And I can't uh, use my raspy voice as Luann of the itsy bitsy spider. <laughs> Came up the water spout. Can I mean, you adjust the AC? That exactly. <laughs> Th that I can do. That I do have control over. Poor uh, Lou did not. I'm telling you, this is why I love New York. It's like the best comedy. Give this show an Emmy. I don't know something because it's so freaking good. I can't. I can't with these ladies. Oh no! I I scream. I laugh. I. I mean, I I go through just a whole roller coaster i'm on a, a remote coaster of emotions <laughs> awesome and before we start just to remind our listeners that you can buy us a glass of ramona pinot grigio thanks to our amazing podcast anchor you can just go to the link right on the description of this episode and just you know support us there is three different levels we would enjoy a delicious glass of ramona pinot grigio and if you're feeling especially generous, a Sonia by Sonia Morgan cashmere sweatsuit. I mean, you know, please. <laughs> we all are looking for comfort in these times. So Absolutely. And we have something else to uh, promote here with our listeners. We are doing a little uh, giveaway for those who leave us an amazing and beautiful iTunes review. So, so simple. Just go to iTunes, give us an awesome review. This is going to help us, you know, reach more people that love crap TV, our speciality. <laughs> and the way to participate on this uh, giveaway, super simple. You leave the review, take a screenshot of it. Post it on your Instagram stories. Make sure you tag us. Otherwise, we won't know that you leave us a review. And then you can wish a $50 amazing Amazon card. That's our way of saying thank you to all of our amazing listeners. And um, yeah, we're super excited to be doing this. I think it's going to be, and you can, you know, I think all of us can use an extra, uh, a little extra cash these days. So we're excited that we're able to give it to you. Yeah, awesome. And today we're going to talk about uh, iconic, iconic couple of episodes and I think this 10 years from now when we're doing our 10 year crap anniversary we're going to be talking about this again because Absolutely. one of my very favorite shows of New York and this is a trip to the Hamptons with the ladies and they never disappoint such good episodes so many little taglines that forever are going to live in my heart I'm going to be using them as I you know cruise through my life Oh, I say that in my sleep. My <laughs> poor husband can't even get a good night's rest as he's hearing me, you know, scream lines that mostly Sonia has been saying, but I mean, truly, truly incredible television. Oh, awesome. So we started this season, I mean, and as I said, you guys know that I am a number one fan of New York. It is my absolute favorite, and it's because these ladies deliver. Oh, it's yeah. funny, it's everything that I want. So we get invited to Ramona's house in the Hamptons, and Obviously, her house is east of the highway, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, she will not let us forget that. Now, have you ever been to the Hamptons in your own in your own life? No, I haven't. Have you? Nor have I. No, and it's 
and especially now seeing what happens there, um, you know, I definitely want to be in a place where a dildo ends up in the chicken. Like that to me sounds like a great time. So Listen, it sounds like in. a fun town. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Forget about Cancun. Who needs that when you have the Hamptons? Spring break Hamptons, <laughs> Ramona's house specifically. So we get to Ramona's house and I love how low key they made this scene, right? They're like, oh, you know, Ramona's house. Let me remind you, Ramona's house, it's value at $80 million. So this is not just like, I, I mean, they made it seem like it's just like a little house in the Hamptons, but it's like a freaking mansion. This isn't, yeah, a little cottage, you know, on, on a secluded part of the beach. Yeah, no, this, this is quite the place. And listen, before we even start here, I have questions. I always have questions that I need answers. Last season, they show us the run house where Luann was living. And they made it yes. seem that she had sold her house in the Hamptons, but apparently not. What happened to the run house? I think the roundhouse is still in play because that's so far upstate. And I think, you know, and granted, I'm, I haven't been looking at the official public records, <laughs> uh, but I think the the Sag Harbor house was the one that was in contention that the kids were suing for. Oh. So I think there are both in play because that's why I think in the midst of one of her breaks and she needed all that money. Remember, I think Bethany, when she yes. was saying like, you're asking people for millions of dollars for a house and really what she could only afford was way upstate with the round house. So I think there are still the two because that Sag Harbor house is for the children, I believe. Oh, okay, that the, makes sense. The count and the children. Well, thank you for, you know, giving me this important information, too, so I can move on. None of that may my... be true, uh, <laughs> but that's my understanding of it. I'll take it. I don't care if it's a lie. Perfect. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, so we get to Ramona's house. And listen, Ramona, she is so, such a great host. And she talks to Luan about this, and she tells her, like, listen, I know, she doesn't say that she's high maintenance, but she says, like, I know that you like, you know, your privacy. So right. I'm thinking to give you the room in the lower level. The lower level. <laughs> Which has apparently its own entrance. It has a small kitchen. It has a living room. I mean, what else do you want? TV, as, as Dorinda later says, there's, there's TV there. There's a nice deep couch, the most comfortable couch. Come on, you can go down and sit. It's comfortable. It's deep. You can sit anywhere. I mean, it's great. I mean, and, and apparently, that's not, not I mean, as, as we know, our dear Countess Luan, this is not enough. The lower level is not good for royalty. Not up to par. I mean, putting me in the lower level, I would be thrilled to be there. I mean, put me in the fish room. I, I'll take anything. You know, I will, I'll put a sleeping bag like right next to Marley's bed. I, it doesn't matter. I, I, will, I will sleep next to the dogs. It's fine. I mean... I say the same thing, but apparently Luan has standards and the lower level, I mean, we'll get to this later. So, so Luan gets to the lower level, all the other ladies go to the upper levels and they all have their rooms. It's supposed to be a nice weekend at the Hamptons. And as we get there, right. I don't know why this mansion that cost $8 million doesn't have any help. There is no help in this house. And Ramona instead, she enlists the help of the younger crew, which is Tinsley and newcomer Leanne. And she starts bossing them around, telling them what to do, which is fine. Listen, when I go out with my friends, it's okay to help around, but I mean, I don't know. Do I have a standard? Sure. Like in the Hamptons, like, shouldn't you have like somebody there to help you? 
You'd think maybe, you know, someone there just for the day. I don't know. But I mean, I think, my, you know, my favorite scene was watching her just, you know, pour that vodka into the class and be like, these, these girls don't know how to entertain. As <laughs> Tinsley is literally, you know, carrying dishes stacked up in her, you know, in her forearms and clearly a physiological position that Tinsley's body is not used to contorting in. So no. she seemed like she was in a major place of struggle. I don't think that Lindsay has, I mean, that Tinsley has ever been a waitress at the Outback where they carried five plates on their arm. Oh, I don't she's think, never I don't served think she's a blooming onion in her <laughs> life. That is for damn sure. So it's funny. I mean, it's funny to see that. And I think it's funny that Ramona, out of all people, her being the most demanding person out of everybody. And we're seeing this in several trips when she actually abused the help. She has absolutely oh, no yeah. help in her house. So oh, now she's I gonna mean, abuse her guest. It doesn't surprise me. I, I feel like if I worked for Ramona, I, I you know, wouldn't last long in that indenture, unless you're an indentured servant serving your seven years, I would imagine most help would dismiss themselves to say, oh, good luck, Miss Singer, I'm out of here. She must be difficult to work oh, with. I'm like sure. really, really difficult. But anyway, so they're there, they're having a lovely day. They're talking about, you know, random things in life. They're getting to know Leah a little bit and, here we open Tattoo Gate, which oh I'm just calling it Tattoo Gate, but it just lasted for five minutes. But I just want to, <laughs> you know, be a little bit more dramatic when, you know, they start a little bit of like poking Aaliyah for having tattoos. And they're like actually saying how that's not classy or elegant and how, you know, they can be, you know, and we see Dorinda, which is my favorite, getting a little bit too snobby, how she like oh, yeah. doesn't engage with people that have tattoos and things like that. I was just like, ah, come on. Come on, Dorinda. Yeah, I think this is where we, we saw a bit of them kind of showing their generation a bit because I think that, you know, that generation did have a very different view of tattoos and the kinds of people that get them than we have now. I think they become much more accepted and it's not, you know, like you're unemployable because you have a tramp stamp. I mean, you know, it's fine. Like, I... and. You know, granted, I don't have any. Do you have any tattoos? I don't. I'm very old school in that remark regard. I'm not opposed to it. I just have never found any Chinese characters that I'd want <laughs> on my body for the rest of my life. Like, I would do it. I just have never found, yeah, there's nothing that's ever called to me, you know, that, that I'm like, oh, I've got to have that on my body forever. I mean, the, thing, the, the name on the back... Not sure that's like the best option for a tattoo, but listen, Leah, you do whatever you got to do when you were a teenager. Do you? I mean, I think that, you know, if maybe like the date of my full Christmas album dropping, like that's maybe tattoo worthy on my hip bone. I don't know. <laughs> like there, there are plenty of options. Um, we, we get to see uh, Dorinda and this is what sometimes people on the internet don't like her because she can be a little bit... Uh, harsh with her words and she she's, she's kind of like making a joke about it she's like well you know if you're having sex and they forget your name you just like turn around and it's right there now it's just like oh dorinda <laughs> i mean it's true but like you don't have to say it out loud right. oh for sure <laughs> for sure and then i mean and then at the same time i think leah took it all in stride i think that's why i mean i really started to to like her and see how she holds her own which i think even dorinda mentioned in a testimonial at some point and and i think that there's that bit of hazing for some of these ladies that I think is kind of an important exercise just to see what they're made of. Because I mean, these, these broads are hardened, 
you know, yes. mostly by alcohol um, and they're <laughs> very kind of uh, firm arteries, uh, you know, but they're, they're tough. Like they, these are tough ladies. These so I think tough. they need to know that someone can hang. Yeah. So I, I mean, high five to, you know, Leah, because she kind of like, passed the, 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 the test here of these ladies. She passed right. with flying colors. And she, this is what I like about Leah. She doesn't take herself too seriously. She was no. like, yeah, what I, like, she's like, whatever. No big deal, you know. Remember that she has a, a line that is called married to the mob. So like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not afraid of some Upper East Side ladies like Dorinda. Exactly. So I thought that was funny and interesting because also we'll see as the trip progresses how like the kind of like relationships like get better, you know, with time. Right. So anyway, so, you know, they all get ready to go to this party that Ramona apparently is hosting for her friends. And in Ramona's best light, she actually has to host a party which has nothing to do with her friends. It's just a party for herself and to like show how much money her friends have, as, right. Dor as Dorinda pointed out. Yep. So <laughs> they get invited to this mega mansion in the Hamptons and Listen, the work the producers are doing this season, it's savage. It's, <laughs> I love it because they oh, yeah. are really bringing out every single secret or like thing that is not as beautiful and they're showing it to us. And oh, they point sure. out that this guy, what's his name again? Uh, Joe Farrell. Joe Farrell is actually a supporter of Trump and he right. has actually hosted parties at his house to support Trump. And I thought that was like hilarious, a little flashing piece of information. the page six story <laughs> of him. Oh yeah, that that was that was a really shady move. But yeah, I agree. I could not have appreciated it more. And the, the funny thing about I feel like going to this party was just before this, we'd been at a winery for most of the day oh, drinking rose and talking about our deepest fears, which is a personal um, highlight of mine. I think I mean I can I had a similar moment, a group of friends and I, we were in Havana and we had been drinking a lot of rum and somehow it just got to a point where, yeah, let's all share our deepest fears. So I think some of the internet felt like it was a hollow gesture from Ramona, but I'll tell you what, there's nothing like getting liquored up and talking about what you're scared of to bond with people. And so maybe it's just because I had a similar situation in Havana right before I had eaten the lettuce and then spent the night throwing up the rum but that's a separate story for a separate podcast. But um, I was very into this, and I think that it was it was a a great exercise, and we also did learn a lot about Leah's background. Yes, you know what? I didn't I didn't feel that it was like phony or anything like that. I felt like no. it, it felt organic. It was genuine. Yeah, it felt genuine, and I liked it. And I like how all of them actually open up and share. And even Leah, you know, she shared a lot. She's like, listen, I went to rehab when I was a teenager, and then. When my mom came to get me, she was like, you're not coming home. You're going to live with the nuns. So I think that, especially for Dorinda, that she has this like motherly figure. I think that right. that hit her heart. And she was like, oh my God. Like that was like her connect moment with Leah. Oh, for sure. And I There's also was my connect moment of why she was <laughs> cast. Because you know that as soon as the producers got a hold of that, they're like, ooh, yeah, this is good. We're going to use this. Leah is good. I don't know where they got her from, but whoever found that woman deserves God a God bless. Yes. <laughs> God bless. So, and, and you know how, this is why I love this show so much because, you know, we're having this like intimate moment and we're like getting to know them in like a personal level. And then of course is Sonia's time to talk about her fears. <laughs> oh, and here comes Sonia telling us about her life. Everything but... <laughs> <laughs> Everything but what makes her vulnerable. We hear about the wallpaper and the plaster and the townhouse and 
and having inters was, is difficult and uh, it was great it was great i love it because it took us from like a tender moment to like yeah this is exactly why i watch this tv show this right. is the kind of little sense that i need and as you said they're like drinking and again at this point we go back to the same little problem that Dorinda has with Tinsley, that she's not sharing her life, that she's not really telling what's going on with Scott. And again, I love Dorinda. I just don't know why she, she's a dog with a bone. She, <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> it's so true. It is so true. And, and it is strange. And, and I think that she was allowing herself to be very vulnerable. And I think that just seems like Tinsley's, life has played out so differently. So I think that's also part of it. And like, they can't relate to her just because like Tinsley hasn't had children yet. I mean, we, you know, and, and so, and she, she's, you know, was, had been married once, but like that, I don't know. I just, I, it seems like her life has taken a very different path and she came from such privilege that- Someone pointed some that on Twitter. That she's yeah. like, all these women, yeah, they're rich now, but they weren't born into wealth. Tinsley right. is the only one that has been born into wealth. Exactly. So exactly. I don't know what's going on with Dorinda, but maybe, I don't know, maybe I can relate because there's people in like that I know that as much as I tried, I just don't like them. Oh, <laughs> oh, I mean, oh yeah, I think that's normal. I hope they're not listening, um, but <laughs> if you are, take a hint. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. Like there are, I, I feel like I like most people. I, you know, try to live my life with the motto of a stranger is a friend you haven't met yet. Um, which Jose says will get me into a bathtub of ice without a kidney one day, which look, maybe they needed that kidney more than me. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I've always felt that way, but yeah, same. There are just some people that have either rubbed me the wrong way or just like, there's something about it. And I, I don't want to get like too metaphysical, but it is, it's like, if your energy is off or something, or if you've got that aura or you know, if your crystals aren't balancing you in the right way, we are not going to get along. But for the most part, I do. I like most people that I meet. Yeah, no, 100%. So I think that's just the case with Dorinda, that she's yeah. just, just I, and I think it's great for the show because that adds tension. And we I need love it. it. Yeah, exactly. and, I, and I'm here for Dorinda being petty, trying to get, you know, Tinsley to talk about Scott. Exactly. So I like that. So they, they get drunk. And then, of course, they go to this, now they go to this mansion party. And Listen, as soon as they walk in, I Leah made me laugh so hard because she was like, oh, this is like white people weird. <laughs> yes. And she said exactly what we were all thinking. Because right. as soon as I saw the house and the people that were at the house, I'm like, ah, oh, there is a lot of buttocks in this man's face. Oh, and for sure. It's making me feel uncomfortable. I just don't like it. I mean, everyone in that place was so flammable with the amount of fillers they've been injected in. Like, you notice there are very, there aren't really any open flames. But I, we're, we're getting Sonia in a, such a state that I, in, par, in my notes, that she's asking the bartender what they have, and he's going down um, the list, and she's, she asked for gin, to which he unfortunately exclaimed that there was no gin at this party. And she said, we're in a $30 million house, so you don't have gin? And she's like, I'm going to go with you to the bar. And, and at the same time, I was like, Sonia, thank you for pointing that out. And, you know, and it was the funniest Who thing. Who has a mansion that doesn't have a bottle of Bombay? Exactly. I mean, I don't even drink gin and I've got something in the freezer. You know, come on. A hundred percent. That is like, why you don't have that in your full bar? And I'm doing air quotes if you can see me, obviously. Like, you're supposed <laughs> to have this party and you're right. supposed to, like, flex your money and, you know, all this. And then, is serving champagne? 
Yeah, you're serving a bunch of Tito's? That's what I saw behind the bar. I mean, what kind of amateur move is this? (laughs) No, it's so true. And I also loved how Sonia was like sliding down the the path and and I could not have enjoyed it more. But then it was funny because Ramona was just on the opposite. And she's, you know, being the consummate hostess of making introductions. And Sonia's like, who are you? What, you know, why are you being this way? And and she had, she got, she had so many good lines. But she was like, you know, we're in a thirty million dollar house. You have to be a thirty million dollar bitch. <laughs> and I was screaming because here is this woman who is well on her way to being three sheets to the wind and still shooting these one liners from the hip that I want to put on a t shirt. Listen, I that's what we love, Sonia, and love her. And I think she's getting annoyed as as Ramona, which is true. She's like. We're, I mean, we're this hot mess, and now we come to this house and you pretend to be somebody that you're not? Which, yeah. imagine, that's kind of weird because as it is, Ramona, it's quite obnoxious. So, like, <laughs> I don't know how much obnoxious she can be in a $30 million house. It's that true. That seems insufferable. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I think, too, and, and Leah was so spot on because I agree. She was saying everything that we were thinking, and, you know, when she was talking about short unattractive guys all of a sudden become a lot of a lot more attractive and these women are drawn like a moth to a flame with the the wealth that this guy has oh it's horrible so obviously they have to give us a tour of the house and this guy is obviously you know showing all his wealth and this and that which i had so many questions but not for this podcast because i'm like i'm sure there is a lot of trouble in here <laughs> a lot of trouble i mean it's one of those things where i don't want this necessarily to become an epstein didn't kill himself type of podcast <laughs> even though he didn't kill himself but um i mean i feel like jeffrey epstein also probably um you know shot sent a couple of balls down that bowling yeah, alley but yeah. in his heyday exactly so like and, and this guy and ramona i love ramona she's wearing this like yellow glowing thing and he sits her in this like I don't know, was that like a swing? Some that sort goes, of sex swing. Yeah. I don't know. And Ramona, she is flirting her way to oh. the $30 million house. Oh, she- my gosh. <laughs> if it's not Luann getting a massage from the groomers or spitting game in Italian to the tennis pro, we got Ramona laying it on pretty thick with Joe Farrell in that sex swing by the half pipe and the DJ booth. No, it was it, wild. It was it wild. It was something else. So we're there and, you know, there, this woman, none of them are impressed by this. They're just no. like, whatever. Why are we here? This was supposed to be a girl's trip. Why is Ramona right. showcasing her friend's wealth for us? Which, listen, I, I, I mean, I have not been in a $30 million house with my friends partying, but I sure. will have that friend that like, brings it up a notch when it's like like in the other group of friends that it is like sure. ah, i don't buy this you're annoying me <laughs> we, yeah we get dorinda describing the social graces of the british rather than the <laughs> americans and i was like oh brother i mean that was one for me that i kind of thought like all right now you're reaching a little bit and you know and she's like it's tacky like you would maybe sit in the parlor the living room maybe the kitchen <laughs> and i was like oh please but you know what? That's what I love about Dorinda. Because every now and then, she reminds us that she used to go to Buckingham Palace for coffee. Yes, so very true. She's like, she will never let us forget that. Yes, just like, and then when she says that, I always go back to like her apartment, which I'm like, this makes no sense at all. Zero. But anyways, that's Zero. for another <laughs> Yes. So they're at the party. And again, as you love to point out, one of the liners of 
Ramona, which I love, I mean, Sonia that I love is like, she's there talking to like, I don't know, another girl. And she's like, Oh, you know, I married a banker and she's so drunk. And she was like, you married a banker. I married the bank. That was Talia. She was, this is when she started to get shouty, which was really funny because the other line I wrote down from her as they're sitting at that table in the kitchen and trying to like keep her contained. And she's making eyes at that younger guy in the Brooks brothers yes. sweater set. And she's like, he's cute. He wants to fuck me. <laughs> I mean, she just let it all hang out. And then she said, and I wrote this down. I feel like the Crap TV merch shop is going to be opening up very soon. We need screen to. printed tees of saying, um, he doesn't care that I have a gas pocket. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it is just, and you, the rest of these people are just sitting around like, what are we watching? There are cameras filming everything, and this is unhinged. And I, as a viewer, could not have been more thrilled. I mean, Lou comes down, and she's sitting there, and they ask her about something about her P word, which is hard to say on the air, and I won't say it. And so Lou's putting her head between her legs, and we're like, it's there, and it's great. I mean, it is, and these people around the table are... And then Sonia screaming, well, she just stole the show. I mean, it was something wild to watch. And you could tell, like, Leah was not at all on that same level. And her face was measured. But it was like, these bitches are nuts. And it was... the moment yes, that, that Leah moment. realized that she was like, listen, I've been sober for 17 years. But I can't, like, if I'm going to hang out with this crew, like, I need alcohol. This is not oh, okay. <laughs> absolutely. And it was such a thrill to watch i mean was, when sonia gets into that place there is no better tv and i would challenge anyone to prove me wrong i mean that it was it was pure poetry which if you haven't seen everything. our instagram there is a a haiku that was an original composition by this team so check it out we were all into the poetry and and that that was poetry in motion it was amazing. And here we start seeing the first hints of Elise, even though she has been on previous seasons, but here the producers are start doing like the dirty job to like oh, yeah. pushing her onto us. And and listen, she comes to Sonia and she knows how to poke Sonia. And they're talking, you know, Sonia Sonia like screaming about you know wealth and the Morgans and all that. And then this woman, very passive aggressive, tells her that, well, you were arm candy. And if we know Sonia by now, we know that those are no-no words. Triggering. <laughs> yeah, she was, I mean, and the switch flipped. Immediately. I mean, the Sonia by Sogan Morgan switch <laughs> in her head was immediately flipped. And she, that, that, that is a very triggering thing for her. And she, obviously, she gets upset. And that's when they like, they're like, okay, we need to wrap this up because now Sonia has gone really to the dark side. She's screaming at least that she's not arm candy, that she worked, that she had a garden while she was married to. And she doesn't shave her. <laughs> and she and doesn't have her children parts. around. Yeah, and it is her birth canal um, that she's describing. <laughs> Uh, it is, it is wild at this party, which it's funny because to me, you know, as, um, a proud white trash garbage person, um, you know, I guess my, and, you know, if I'm in a $39 million house, I, I would imagine there are certain 
levels of decorum that you know are I guess I've just always imagined everything else is like Downton Abbey you know like fancy all these manners and then you know we're watching this party unfold and perhaps this is you know abnormal but we're watching Sonia just have somewhat of a meltdown and be completely unhinged just trying to catch a dick on her way out (laughs) and screaming at Elise's waxy face I mean it was it was wild it it, I mean I I loved every single minute of it. Oh, same. I want to find out the Instagram stories from that night. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that guy, that guy that was like there sitting, hitting on Sonia, that he's like, what I think of about like like white rich men, like young rich. This this is exactly the vision that I have in my mind. Oh yeah, for sure. So absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. What a thrill to watch. I mean, it it was. And I think this is why you see New York cement itself as such a powerful franchise because these ladies go to places that they don't in other cities. I think Atlanta gives us a lot. Every year, Atlanta always delivers, and those ladies are also so funny, but I I could never imagine the same types of shenanigans happening in Beverly Hills. No. They're... Because in Beverly Hills, they care a lot about appearance and what people right. say, these ladies, they don't. And that's I mean, why I love them. They let it all <laughs> hang out. And it is, it, is, it is truly a spectacle. And yeah, I, I couldn't have been you know, more thrilled about being in the Hamptons with these ladies. Oh, so it's funny. So they go to sleep, of course, to rest because they've been drinking and all that. And the next morning, you know, it's a beautiful morning. And then we see Dorinda going upstairs with her cell phone, waking up Ramona because apparently there is an emergency. <laughs> Luann has left the building. <laughs> The Countess has excused herself from the lower level and everyone's about to hear about it. And listen, how petty it is that you live in the middle of the night and then you have to send a whole text message to the whole group letting them know why you're leaving and how disrespected you feel and all this. And I felt slightly disrespected as a viewer because I feel like if we're going to the Hamptons, we need some night vision cameras. Yes! We need some other things. I want to see on the cryon the time that Luann is sneaking out, and I want to see her in the night vision getting into the Uber, heading back to Sag Harbor. 100%. So I also feel a little disrespected from the lower level of my condo. <laughs> I wanted to see that. I wanted to see that exit. Yes. Show me Lou in her... Juicy Couture, I don't know if ladies are still wearing that, but yeah, show us your Juicy Couture sweatsuit sneaking out of the lower level at 3 a.m. and hopping into a Toyota Corolla in the Hamptons to head back to your own house. That's what I want to see. I just want to, like, paint this picture again. She goes to the lower level. She's trying to sleep. She can't sleep because apparently it's too cold. There are spiders, which I just imagine a little tiny spider maybe crawling on a wall. I don't know. Her pacing back and forth in front of the TV and then saying, get with this. Yeah. (laughs) Being super dramatic and living. Like, that's actually the image that I have of what happened. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's just exactly what I want to think. I would also like to explain to Luann the importance that spiders play in our ecosystem and how (laughs) we do need them to eat the other bugs that would otherwise be overrunning your time in the Hamptons. So let the spider do its job and leave Charlotte's Web alone and just grab another quilt from the closet down there and, you know, have at it. Like, Take a melatonin, do a headspace meditation, <laughs> and, you know, shut the hell up. <laughs> I, like, 
she made it seem that she was like a freaking tarantula walking <laughs> on her bed. Like, I was like, calm down, like calm down. And then yeah. again, the producers, so shady. Show us every single time that she's been difficult. My oh, yeah. favorite, not the fish room. Uh, that wasn't my no? favorite. My oh. favorite. My favorite is when they go to this house with Bethany and she oh, yeah. is telling them that how she gets the worst room when she's just about to get married. Like, <laughs> That's true. That was that was a, a classic Luann moment. And I love I love this version of Ramona because I think that Ramona first season would have freaked out, and this season she seems concerned and she's like, "That wasn't my intention. I'm gonna apologize. I'm gonna, you know, take the blame, even though I don't right. see any blame." And I love it. And I love how shady Sonia is. And she's like, "Well, let's go to the lower level and see what's the problem." <laughs> <laughs> I know it's I mean truly like the, the the more I watch Sonia the more I just she I, I revere Love her. her she is such a treasure and I just cannot thank her enough for everything that she does for us each and every Love week. Love her so they go to the lower level and they see that it has a living room it has a refrigerator that apparently is full of alcohol <laughs> <laughs> which Lou scoped out but she didn't let us forget that either exactly so it has its own bathroom like and they're all sitting on the couch being comfortable and then she calls and then immediately all of them go into luan's side oh yeah, they're yeah. Like, yeah this is horrible who would put you down here <laughs> i love it it's so good it is so good so so good and then you know ramona does her best you know thing to like apologize and i love this how they're trying to please her and she was like, please, Luann, come on over. Today, you know, we're going to have a barbecue. Please, please, please let me make it up to you. And, you know, fantastic. She says that she, after she's so offended, she's like, okay, I'll find it in me to go over back to that raggedy house of yours. <laughs> let it all out on the tennis court. That's, I mean, as I think Leah said, like the most Hamptons thing is like, we'll settle this on the tennis court. And I keep reading this, uh, how, you know, the producers take us back to like, crucial moments back in time but they're not doing this this time they're not showing us Jill and Ramona playing tennis oh yes which I was like I wanted to see that flashback that would have been a nice one but then also people online said like oh my god if they show Jill then we have to hear about Jill for another year telling us how she was on the show and all that's that stuff. also true <laughs> that's a very fair point so probably not worth it for the flashback because what we did get treated to was the Italian tennis pro, which he was also hot. Did you think he was hot? Very, very handsome. Absolutely. Yeah. I think very, he was hot very. and he's there with his accent. And of course, Luan, when she sees him, first of all, she's speaking Italian to him. Oh, God bless. And she's doing like a more, you know, flirtatious thing. And God, she gets shut down so bad that I even feel bad for her. <laughs> it was tough to watch, but you could also tell he was so seasoned at doing that that i'm sure every one of these women come at him so hard and and if it's if they're not trying to screw them themselves and they're trying to set him up with their daughters probably um, you know so i so i'm sure that he is like this poor guy just wants to make spaghetti and play tennis like let him live and i mean yeah but it, it was it was great because she was coming at him pretty hard in in his native tongue which you know, she was like, if this doesn't get me into the sack with him, then nothing will. Exactly. But then we soon found out that nothing will. <laughs> Listen, Luan is a woman of many, you know, options. And she's not missing out on any of that. 
Look, I needed the internet to snag a man. So like clearly Luann has a leg up on me because she will go after anyone. And she, and I, I admire her, her uh, flirting prowess because I'm hiding behind apps and, you know, and, and hoping that I look like I did in my picture, um, you know, but, but she, she is unencumbered by any sort of, you know, sense of self-consciousness or lack of self-consciousness. Not at all. And I love how she is shady towards Ramona. She's like, oh, Ramona, always trying to pick a date. What are you talking about? You oh. exactly the same thing. <laughs> it's so true. So then we move on, you know, the tennis uh, player leaves and now, you know, there's ha they're having like a barbecue and Ramona is cooking and she's saying how she misses Mario would be there so he can do the barbecue. And that made me feel like, oh, Ramona and Mario were so good together. So good. I, I think that there's still something there. I mean, oh. they were in quarantine together. I think they are, I mean, I think that Ramona's going out on dates, on dates, on dates, but... I think that secretly she and Mario Mario still banging. She loves Mario and I hope yeah. they do. I hope Ramona, you know, gets her. I'm here loving. for it. I'm uh, all for I'm it. I'm very here for it. Yeah, I mean if because she didn't seem to make the same pass at the dog groomers that Luann did once they came oh my over God. just before Ramona started cooking. <laughs> so we have this, uh, we need to talk about this. We have the, do the dog groomers that Sonia actually hired to come and take care of her dog, which I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like you go for a weekend, why, why so many things happening? And these two oh guys- gosh. Isn't there not a pet smart in the Hamptons <laughs> that you could drop off the dog? I mean, I didn't get it, but it, it gave us so much. So I'm again, so thankful that Sonia arranged this uh, little, little grooming session these two guys showed up and it seems like these two guys got a stock in the 80s it seems like they're like we were really hot in the 80s and we're gonna try to stay with this look into you know 2020 and i felt totally. i was just like i felt a little bit like eek when i saw him i don't know like it beat <laughs> me a little bit i was just like eh, not good but listen luan was like he has good hair plenty of buttocks muscles this is exactly what i need for this weekend <laughs> and then i kept watching because i was like in my head i was thinking just looking purely like appearance profession not wanting to generalize and certainly not judging but i was like aren't those two guys together <laughs> so unclear i mean uh, un unclear and you know i thought the same i'm like i thought there were a couple and yeah, apparently look, not or Small maybe business. they have an open an upper i don't know what's going on in here but it didn't feel right but anyways luan is like flirting and then this guy is just like i don't know he's like oh do you want a massage i'm like what's going on in here like what's happening and i mean you know and i will say watching as someone who also enjoys a deep tissue massage and can't get one and is <laughs> has more knots than a boy scout troop in my back when i saw that dog getting a massage i was like wow i miss i miss those <laughs> so i mean i get it lou like do i want him massaging me directly after he's been massaging the dog's ass absolutely not <laughs> but i get the i get it and so I, I you know i can't falter for it because you know i don't know when i'll be able to get a deep tissue massage so look you gotta take what you can get in these times i guess so. and then she goes farther she's like do you take private calls? And I was like, oh my God, why? She, why? 
she just bounced right back from the tennis pro. I mean, because if it had it been me, I would have looked at myself in the mirror and be like, you disgusting piece of human garbage who is unattractive to any other living soul. Go take your ass on a run. Lou just keeps on trucking, and Listen, I admired that about her. She, she got to do what she got to do. So, she does, I, and, and she did. And, and we have on the side, which I thought it was funny because while the guy is massaging Luan, then we get like a split kind of like a screen of like the guy blowing like the, the, the hair dryer to like Sonja's booty. Uh, it, oh my God, it was too much, too much. Again, a, 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 an oil painting. Like I want to <laughs> freeze frame that and it needs to be oil on canvas of that moment because, oh, I mean, it was great. So good, so good. So yeah. then we, you know, we move on to like this barbecue that Ramona is cooking and then Ramona snaps again one more time and Pulia talking about the silverware and why does they have all this in setup? And then even like she snapped so bad that even Dorinda was like, don't do that. Like, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? But Leah, again, with all the grace, she tells us that she has been taught to respect the elderies, which I thought it was the best comeback ever. Another check for Leah. <laughs> Just, yep, it, perfect response. Perfect housewives response. I mean, Love she it. is fitting in so nicely and I, I, I'm thrilled to have her for this journey. And funny enough, there is this time they have a lady helping them and Leah's like, I don't know, she told me the silverware wasn't there. Like, <laughs> don't argue with me, I'll do whatever you want. It was great. It was funny. So they're all excited because finally they're staying in, even though Ramona had said that there is a party and they're like, we're not going to any more parties, Ramona, right. we're staying here. And then Leah says like, oh, finally, there is no like weird white man walking around. Spoke too soon because Q, we get- Jeff. <laughs> Hugh Jeff walking in. Hey, how's it going? Poor <laughs> Jeff. Like, he had no idea what he was walking into. No idea. And immediately you can see the energy shift. And they were like, you're not welcome here. And Ramona then tell us that she tried to call everybody because she's like, well, if the party's <laughs> not going to, if I'm not going to go to the party, I'm going to bring the party over here, which right. again, another Ramona moment. Which I would imagine that everyone at Joe Farrell's who witnessed what happened <laughs> prior to say, I think I'm all set. I'll stay in my own multi-million dollar mansion and uh, let you ladies have at it. Ah, uh, so, you know, finally, you know, Jeff, you know, he's not welcome. He ended up, you know, leaving. And here it's like a twilight zone. A lot of things have started happening. And I don't think the producers were ready because there is like, so many things happening in different rooms that I don't think they had enough cameramen to cover everything that oh, was no. going on. No, we needed, we needed double the amount of camera people. <laughs> I wanted someone shooting this in 4K for holograms. Like I, I, there needed to be a lot more equipment there. Like I need a hologram of this night. Exactly, so the first thing is like they start playing champagne pong because you know, when you're in the Hamptons, you don't play Classy. pong, you play champagne pong. And they're like going at it, strong. Those glasses are probably deceivingly large that they're just downing Trugging. champagne they're and oof. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Uh, then, you know, as we know, when people start drinking, first of all, this is the first time that we see Leah drinking. So oh, yeah. she says that she feels comfortable because she's in a safe space with, with women only. She feels safe, which right. again, Rookie I never, mistake. 
Yes, like I don't know. I never had any, I never met anybody that has gone through AA to ask these questions, but is this, is she breaking the rules? What's happening in here? I don't know. We'll figure it out later, but it felt like a wild card for me. I'm oh like, yeah, for sure. So, you know, she, in the kitchen, we start seeing the first kind of like confrontation and yeah, we have Sonia drinking and she has to go back to like, the arm candy situation. She can't get over it that somebody nope. called her that. And then of course, Dorinda starts telling her to like, forget about it and move on. Then we see Leah coming in and they start just screaming. Oh. She's like, don't give me that, Sonia, you're better than that. <laughs> and then she says, and I don't know if you catch this, she says, the Yad Hassel. Oh, of course. What's Sonia's tagline a couple of years ago? Yeah. So, I mean, no, no, that line should definitely be in our Crap TV merch shop, also screen printed on to maybe a pillowcase for your grandmother or something, you know, a gift for your mother. Um, yeah, no, th those, those lines were great. It, it was, they, they start screaming at each other. We see Leah trying to like do a split on the countertop. I don't know what's happening yeah. in her. Then we have Sonia getting so crazy and she starts calling Leah like, what is this? Occupied Hamptons, which I don't uh, even know what that means, but made me laugh so hard. It was, yeah, just again, another moment of just sheer brilliance from a highly inebriated Sonia. It's, it's my favorite Sonia. It's the best. So Leah, she had enough. She was like, I'm going outside. I'm going for a swim. She yep. gets naked, jumps in the pool. She takes Tinsley with her. They're at the pool having a good old time. And then I think it, I think she realizes that there are tiki torches around the pool. Oof. And apparently it's a trigger for Leah. And good for you, Leah, because even drunk, you stood up for your values. <laughs> Could not agree more. I love that she was taking a social stance. Tinsley had no idea what was happening. Um, and she's like, no, they're fun. They're cute. <laughs> It's just like, a party. Poor Tinsley, poor Tinsley. But when they bring out Sonia to join this, oh. I think the line that Sonia just, I mean, Meryl Streep herself could not have done the same no. amount of acting. And the way this is captured on film of Sonia saying, I'm seeing double and feeling <laughs> single was the best. I will tell you this in truth. I screamed. I... I I couldn't contain myself. I hollered. Poor Jose thought something terrible had happened. <laughs> but I hollered with just, I mean, I, I, it was an involuntary reaction. I had no control over my body to watch that scene, hear Sonia say those words. I lost full control of my own body. Loved it. Loved it. And Sonia gets into the pool. It's a hot mess. They're throwing tiki torches. Sonia joins, in, joins the, the tiki torching, you know, throwing. Oh, yeah. She didn't need, I mean, it, in my a, mind, the push of a feather that yeah. Sonia was joining that. In my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, is this how this house burns down? <laughs> what? I thought the same. I was like, yeah, I wonder what the fire protocols are with the production team as they're just throwing fire. They're but... throwing fire. They're also naked. I'm like, they're going to get burned. What's happening in here? I'm sure the producers were in heaven. Oh, oh my gosh. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, it. I was as a viewer. I absolutely was. There is nothing that makes a party better than copious amounts of alcohol <laughs> and fire. Like those are two very important ingredients that, you know, I have witnessed over the years. And I mean, as an aside, back in my kickball days of playing adult kickball, there was a good friend of ours who 
would travel with Tiki Torch Fluid in her trunk and she would blow fireballs in the backyard. So I distinctly remember a time where I pulled up to the house, I see a fireball erupt from the backyard and I thought, oh, how lovely, Jamie Lee's here. I haven't seen her in a while. I mean, (laughs) so I can tell you that um, there's nothing better. Lots of fire, lots of booze great party and i don't know if you saw this or like because it was like really fast they show us like a quick two seconds of tinsley in the pool kind of like doing like act like you know like dancing in the water what's the name of that uh yeah nice little synchronized swimming yeah, synchronized yeah. swimming. <laughs> she has her leg up she's like <laughs> i loved it so then uh luan luan she can handle what's happening inside she's like dorinda is losing it inside with a list ramona yep. has la- oh, ramona Ramona took care of this. She was like, this is not happening. They're drunk. They're not going to notice. I'm going to go to my party. And she leaves. So are you there? You froze. <laughs> she can't so, help herself. She can't help she herself. So Ramona cannot leaves. help herself. So then we see, then I probably Luan, she was like, this is too much. Like, this is triggering me too much. I'm going to go outside and see what's happening outside. So she comes outside and we have the best thing. Like, we need to put this in our crap TV, which is the photo <laughs> of these three women in the pool, kind of like in a, in a hug situation, oh. they're naked, beautiful art. That is it's, art. Yes. Beautiful. Oh. And then Leah's like, get rid of that jean jumpsuit and jump in here. <laughs> <laughs> and Luan being the only one that is not drunk, she's like, I need to exit the building. Like, I yeah, need to leave right knows. now because this is too much for me. Yeah, so she, she, she knows. She leaves, then Dorinda comes out, they, she gets them out of the pool, she's like, you need to come inside, she gets them dressed, and then Leah comes down with like a see-through top with no, 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 no bra. Nothing. And Dorinda can't, she's like, You're, you can't give me this look, and she goes and tries to like help her out, it, it, was, it made me laugh, it was funny. Oh, it was so funny. And in all this commotion that is happening, again, we get back to like, Sonia losing it and she's losing it she's screaming she's having a hard time and she goes to the bathroom pee with the door open again another moment beautiful and while she's there cleaning her pee Leah goes and like see like kneels in front of her full face of the lady parts and Sonia is like the pee teepee in her hand like like shaking it in front of Leah's face do they think this is normal? What's I mean, happening? She's, yeah, she's not social distancing, let alone vagina distancing. Not there at was, all. And, and it was, it, yeah, it was such a special moment to witness between, you know, two new friends. Um, I mean, what a, what a treasure. That is, and then, you know, Dorinda's, I mean, uh, I'm keeping all this confused. Sonia's screaming, Leah's screaming, and then they stand up and just kiss. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, I mean, I think there are few, I don't know, maybe this is a little bit more of a, of a female thing, but I, I think some of the best heart-to-hearts you have when you're wasted are in very strange places, like a bathroom or like a toilet, where you're really just pouring your soul out to someone, and, you know, as your, you know, pants are around your ankles, I mean, there's no more vulnerable moment that you could have, and also makes for incredible incredible television. This took me to a moment a couple of months ago when we could have parties and I remember we were leaving this party and two of the girls were missing 
and they're like, Carolina, go to the bathroom. Maybe they're in the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom and like, I hear them talking. They're like in the, in the handicap bathroom, which is larger, obviously. So I'm like, are, are you okay? I don't drink. So I'm the one here. Like I'm completely sober and they're completely You're fine. wasted. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, come in. So I come in and they're just like sitting. They're not sitting on the toilet. They're sitting on the floor of a public restroom, having a conversation. Oof. And they're like, that's how you know it's good. Oh my God. And they're like, Carolina, come on, sit down. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to sit down here. <laughs> and one of them started screaming at me, I, I need to get for this bathroom. And I'm like, I actually, I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. You, do you want the real answer to that question? But that must have been a quite a deep conversation. If you were on the floor of a public restroom, it was deep. I'm telling you, something was happening in there and they weren't happy because I wasn't drunk and I wasn't sitting on the floor. So this, this bathroom scene took me to that moment. I, like, uh, it wasn't uh. at the Hamptons, obviously. So I thought it was funny. It was hilarious. Um, <laughs> then, you know, they all go to bed and the producers show us that. Thing. Oh, no, that's next morning when they show us Tinsley uh, in bed with a full of spaghetti sitting just like on the bed. <laughs> uh. Another just classic shot. I mean, I could not have been more thrilled to see that as a viewer. I, lo I loved every minute of it. It was hilarious. So the next morning, Ramona comes down and her house is a hot mess. There, the kitchen just is a hot mess. Dry. There is a dildo in the chicken that I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> How that I happened? Just, I love that. I loved, and also too, just the artful camera work. You know, like someone's earpiece was like, dildo in the chicken, dildo in the chicken. I, would, I need a tight shot of the dildo in the chicken. And it looks crazy. It, it looks crazy. It also seemed like the most fun party Wild. ever. I'm like, what happened oh, here? Oh, I would have loved to be there. I would have, that, that is the type of party that I want to go to. Exactly. So I don't know where Ramona left because she really missed out on something good. So Ramona she goes did. up because she's like, this is so funny that Ramona, out of all people, somebody that destroyed a room in Dorinda's house, now she's going to Dorinda <laughs> to complain about the stage of her kitchen, which is only dirty dishes. There's nothing else in the kitchen, only dirty dishes. Right. So no. Sonia and Dorinda are laughing and they're like having face masks and they're like, no, it wasn't us. And what all this is happening upstairs, beautiful Leah comes downstairs and as the younger of the crew that she is, she knows that hanging out with aunties is crazy. And she's like, before they yell at me, I'm going to clean this. So <laughs> she cleans yes, the kitchen. exactly. She's it's, so smart. In record time also, I'm like, my kitchen is so small oh, yeah. and I have two dirty dishes. It takes me 35 minutes. How did you do this in like record time? <laughs> same, same. Yeah. So she cleans everything. So then Ramona comes down and she's like, well, she's super smart. I can be upset. If, if there is a mess, I can be upset. And then they talk about the outside. <laughs> oh, and boy. then they go outside and they see like all the tiki torches destroyed and they're like, what happened in here? I, I thought it was hilarious. It was really, really good. It was the champagne bottle in the pool, just ah, floating. So good. So, so good. I think there was, was a great. bra on the floor or something like that. <laughs> so, again, this... Glasses in a, in, a, in a cup. Just I think they were like Sonia's glasses in a, in a, in a tumbler. It, it was great. It was perfect. And, you know, Ramona's laughing. She's like, whatever. Nothing happened. And then Doreen, that tells us again how Ramona destroyed her house. So she shouldn't even be upset about right. it. 
And I loved it. I loved every single moment of this trip to the Hamptons. Everything was perfection. Uh, I could not agree more. It brought me so much joy. And I was so thankful to, to this franchise for giving us these laughs and these moments. I mean, it was... It was spectacular television, and and I think we, you know we owe these ladies a debt of gratitude for the service of, to this country. A hundred percent made me laugh, and this is why I wouldn't be mad if we had a full year of just New York. Like, don't even cut. Like, I could watch a full year of what's happening. <laughs> please, that, please, nothing would thrill me more. I mean, yeah, I, I, I could not agree. Yeah, absolutely. So, so are you are you following Leah on Instagram because she does a lot of TikToks from like audio from other uh, housewives and it cracks me up. And if you haven't seen that, you have to go and check it out. I... Okay, yeah. I have my homework now yeah. after this to go check it out. She has one TikTok when she's talking about like your husband is in the pool and I was like this is it this is why we love you and this is why you even though you're a newbie you are already epic you're like we are gonna love you forever and ever this is what that's all what we need she gets it She's she good. understands the score she she knows exactly the game to play unlike you know like our dear Teddy in season three still uh -huh. can't get it together can't. So I, I think that we, you know, can certainly be thankful for Leah. And as long as she doesn't, you know, come in too hot and fizzle out too quickly, I could see her being with us for quite some time and really giving us some excellent moments to watch. If this is how, if this is the tone that she's setting, I am ready for more Leah. You can marry me to the mob any day. <laughs> um, I'll be eagerly awaiting the men's line. And uh until then, getting to work on my own fashion brand, which is just going to be screen prints of these ladies. <laughs> listen, we need to work on our merch. And remember, if you listen all the way to the end, thank you. Thank you for sticking to with us. Remember, we're having this giveaway. So go and leave us a yes. review right now, right on iTunes. And you can also, you know, buy us a glass of Ramona Pino Grigio. You know, you can sponsor this podcast on uh, Anchor. We'd be eternally grateful. Awesome. So, well, until next time, I hope all of you, I mean, we're still in quarantine, so we cannot have such fun weekends at the Hamptons, but, you know, I hope at least you have some fun in your kitchen. I know. Whatever you need to do there. Absolutely. <laughs> Alrighty, so Stay until... safe and keep your dildos out of the chicken. <laughs> and goodbye from the lower level. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perfect. Alrighty, ciao. Bye.